In this episode, we do a little bit of a role-playing thing. It's uh, going to be a little bit of a cliffhanger. I talk about different uh, stuff. I don't know, but we got a voice here. And we talk a, a Prince Philip voice. And I talk about where it came from and how I acquired it. Um, it's a fun one. It talks about organized crime, the family, and repossessions, and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And how they all have like a parking lot full of cars over at Middle uh, Fashion Place Mall there. It's kind of actually kind of interesting. Like, how many cars do they have and how many people do they have working for them? Uh, does, it, does the Department of Transportation know about this at all? Anyway, it's worth looking into, I'd, I'd say. Let us make this podcast a good one, shall we, boys? Come on, lads. Let's make this one. Let's make this episode a good one. Let's make this one memorable. Well, last night I was running from the repo men again. <laughs> yeah, man, they followed me all the way from Salt Lake City to Provo, and I got. They thought I ran out of gas, but I didn't run out of gas, and I was just really frustrated. Jumped out of the car, slammed the door, and I was just like, "Are you guys kidding me? This car is eight years old. It's worth like." I don't know. I haven't looked, but let's just say let's just say it is worth ten thousand. Let's just say it is worth ten thousand dollars. Where did my diehard Simon voice come from? <clears throat> well, it's not German. It's not a German accent. It's probably more of a Prince Philip from the Crown accent. Prince Philip. Prince Philip from the Crown. I'll tell you exactly where it came from. One, my ancestors are from England. Um, my great 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 grandfather James Roberts Hall is from England, and so there's there's probably a little bit of just nat there's probably a little bit of natural English accent inside of me. However, when I made it to the fast charger in Provo, I was so freaking amped, and like I could still see these cars circling, like these repo cars circling around, and but I was like on fire, man. Because it was like, one, I made it to Provo, no problems. Two, they thought I ran out of gas. And so it was like, tow trucks, like, get the tow he's out of gas, he's pissed, and whatever. And then three, when things were getting a little hairy there, I actually made it to the fast charger. And I'm like, just screaming, come on. I'm out there on the side of the road screaming, come on. And it's just pitched, it's dark, it's late at night. The person inside, I think there's like a janitor inside the Hyundai dealership. Oh man, I've never, so there's a song by the Juliana Theory, is Patience Still Waiting? Juliana Theory had guitars from Zayo and stuff and started a side project and whatever. Um, they didn't want to do, well, I mean, hardcore, heavy, like metal is always in your heart and stuff, but like, they want to do a little bit more of like, maybe commercial type sounding music. Um, and so Juliana Theory came out with a song called Is Patience Still Waiting? And at the very end of the song, he's yelling like, come on. And it's like this emo sort of screamo thing, and like, man, man, I, I've never, I've never screamed like that before in my life. So that's where this vocal fry is coming from. Oh, oh my gosh, a vocal fry? Are you talking about a vocal fry? We were chasing after his car for like ten hours and driving us around for thirteen hours, driving in circles, going up the hill and back down the hill. Maybe you could say it's warming up my vocals. Maybe you could say it's becoming more of a man, although I'm not a full-time employed anymore. Like, uh-uh. I wonder if Rob W. Peterson would give me a job so I could be a, a real man and like, he'd employ me. It's like, bling, I need you to figure this stuff out. I can't figure this stuff out. It doesn't make any sense to me. They're mailing me letters every day. I can't make sense of it. Please help me. And say, so you got it, Rob. 
what are we doing here? More billable hours? He's like, you bet. It's like, all right, cool. No, I never sell myself for some side and work for Rob Peterson. I never do that. Hey, if you had offered me $10,000, I'd say nope. But this is where this focal fry comes into place. That's why my voice sounds like how it is. Because I was yelling and screaming on the side of the road after, after my car had been plugged in. It's weird. It's like this, this like English thing takes over when, when I, with my voice like this, it's, it's very strange. It's a very, it's a very Prince Philip. And I don't like it. I do not prefer it. I do not care for the situation. Let me try that again. I do not care for the situation. The situation. <laughs> it's out of control, man. But I slept in my car again. I think we're at night number three. They're still circling around. They're still like vultures. And I think, I'm not, sh I'm not sure, but I was doing a little bit of a role play thing. If you guys, if like, you permit me a minute, if you'll permit me a minute of your time, I'd love to do a role playing uh, thing for you. So we've got the boss man. And he's not happy with the fact that they've been chasing around this car for what? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They haven't retrieved the car, but more importantly, the car is not worth that much. The car is not worth employees being employed for four days chasing after the car. Furthermore, the car is not worth the amount of gas that these trucks are guzzling. A wasting driving up the hill and going back down the hill and doing a U-turn, go back up the hill, back down the hill, another U-turn, back up the hill. Like that, that's a lot of gas, it's a lot of manpower, and it's a lot of wasted time and efforts and resources and all that shit. But I get it. At this point, it's a sunk cost fallacy. They and same for me. They spent four days chasing out. I spent four days on the run. Hey, like that's alright. May the best man win. Let the games begin. It doesn't really matter one way or the other. To me at this point, I've got nothing to lose besides my car. And, well, that's about it probably. But even then, it's like, oh, well, whatever. Uh, have at it, you know? Because things really aren't working out. But I'd really like to send a shout out to a friend of mine from back in the day. From I've known her for years and she came through with a few dollars of a donation. And... Um, I know that when I get caught up again here financially, I'm going to give a lot of that money away to charity and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm never, ever going to overlook someone who has like, please donate here if you'd like to donate here. And if it's not, don't get me wrong. I, I like Linus tech tips. I like Linus a lot. Um, I think he has probably the best, uh, English that you could probably listen to his pronunciation the way that he says words i think is probably like really the, the best type style of english that you could um emulate if you're trying to learn english or if you're trying to improve your english um it's more of a canadian it's a little bit of a canadian accent however uh, i think it's uh, the proper appropriate pronunciation in most cases with the english language so linus tech tips linus himself something i appreciate someone i appreciate and uh, if it's a donate here, I, I'm not sure I would. <laughs> not anything against him or anything. Like, I'm sure he's doing all right with the amount of views and everything that he's getting and everything else. However, he did not always just start off as like um, a, a likable character and a knowledgeable character. Like, you have to get an audience and you have to uh, gain traction and everything else. 
So five years ago, would I have donated to, to Linus Tech? Absolutely, when I get caught up. So that's sort of what I'm looking for to donate to when I do get caught up here is like that that kind of channel where it's like up and coming, honest, um, hard work. I, I'm sure he put in caring. Uh, Linus once mentioned like he had to fire an employee and that can't be easy if you actually care. <laughs> like, I don't know. You can tell by, he explained this um, story where he knew he needed to let someone go but he didn't do it before Christmas. They, he let them stay at the Christmas party. He let them get all the Christmas gifts and everything. Like all like these, um, I guess his Christmas parties are like on a different level, right? So he let them, he, he knew that it would be devastating to fire them before the Christmas party. Uh, so he let them stay. And he, he still said it was like devastating hard enough as it was for him to let them go but still, like, at, at the end of the day, um, he did the right thing by just, like, letting him get through Christmas, giving him all the gifts and everything else, because why not? Like, why not be generous? Like, if, if, it, if business sense, if it doesn't work, that's one thing. And you have to do what you have to do. And it can't be easy if you have a soul, if you're not a sociopath. And so I know with Linus, he's not, he has a soul, he's not a sociopath. I don't know him personally, but um, he seems like a really knowledgeable character. And uh, he knows how to how to market his channel. So, but his channel always wasn't like that. And hey, like that's what I'm I'm gonna try and do is like help people out, donate to people that need it. They're trying to start something, trying to be creators, and trying to trying to do, get into the media business, and trying to do it on their own because they they probably don't have a lot of other options. And like myself with this podcast, it's really kind of turned around from when it started. It's like a hobby. I'll learn how to do it, whatever, talk about the market and brag about it, whatever, and uh, live happily ever after. A year ago, I was fired for a fake stocking charge, Rob W. Peterson, Hank Hanks and Peterson. And that's what started this podcast, truly, because I was like, I don't have any, hey, I don't, I can't do this. I scratch and claw my way out of that hole. Almost to the top again. Boom. Back in another hole. Thank you, eBay, for stealing all my money. A GPU and a maxed out Mac 2018 Mac Mini. It's still $1,600 and it put me underwater. I had so much writing on that money. I expected it. I needed it. I waited 10 days and it never showed up. So that's a, it's. So today we're going to do a little bit of a role playing. I've got Prince Philip here on the phone, but not really. We're going to do a, a role play on, um, it's the boss and I'm the boss. And then you have the other, um, kind of cronies you've got, um, a ball, a boss, bro. A boss, you got the repo guy, and then you've got the hey, boss. Hey, you got the other crony. So it's, it's the boss man. It's the, it's the repo bud. And it, it's the repo man's crony. Now let's go. Do you mean to tell me that you've been following around this vehicle that's not worth very much for four days? What do you have to say for yourselves? Well, it's just the thing is here, boss. We're doing the best that we can. Yeah, we're doing the best that we can. Did anyone ask you? Sorry, boss. The best that you can would have been repossessing this car and reclaiming it within two days. We started on Friday and it's Monday and he's still driving the car. And we both know that car's not worth very much. So don't tell me you're doing your best when in fact you're doing your worst. This is the worst repossession I think I can remember. An entire team working on it for an entire weekend. Three days even. You've always been able to recover them in time. Not this time. What do you have to say for yourselves? 
starting with you, let's hear what he has to say. Well, the thing is, boss, he's pretty fast, and he's pretty sneaky. It seems he knows the terrain as well. He knows the terrain well. Yeah, he knows the terrain really well. He's good at it, and he's really fast, and he's, he's in his car, and he gets going, and it's just like all of a sudden he's gone, and he starts circling around there, and he's with his backpack. Well, that's the thing, boss. Uh, he's got it in his backpack, we think, but it might not be in his backpack. Because it might be at his, uh, it might be still located in his car. Well, do you know if it's located in his backpack or it's located in his car? Uh, that much we can't say. We don't know for sure, boss. We don't know. Damn, boss, little doll. Well, when are you going to find out? Um, that we don't know either. We're, we're hoping we can just get the car when he, when he takes a break, but it seems like every time he takes a break, he either falls asleep in his car or, or um, it seems like he's just falling asleep in his car. And then he charges up his car and just leads us in circles again. Well, it's kind of weird, boss. It's like a little bit of an enigma. I've, I don't think we've ever tried to repo a, a car like this because, yeah, it seems like he's onto us, like pretty big. Uh, he noticed all of our, our parking lot of our Fashion Place Mall. He noticed the parking lot of Fashion Place Mall? Yeah, yeah. It's like he was like kind of snooping around. And he, he saw like where a bunch of us lived, too. It's kind of weird. It's like he knew. Yeah, boss. It's like he caught a do. It's like he, he, he could see where we were going. He like, came by our houses and stuff, just driving around. He knows where you live. Yeah, it seems like he does. But maybe he put tracking devices on our cars. But we never saw him get out of his car get out of our cars. So we don't know how he's doing it. But he just kind of like was driving around our, our neighborhood. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It kind of maybe a little bit uncomfortable because that's never happened before. And he's never, nobody's never had a driver catch on and seen so many of us all at once. But it was like he went to Fashion Place Ball in the parking lot. It's all of our cars there. It was like, he's putting the pieces together. He knows where a fucking, he knows where an organized crime unit, boss. That's exactly what I was afraid of. He exposes us as an organized crime unit, which we are. A family. Hmm. Peculiar. But also, somewhat curious. What else do you know about him? His real name is not Bling Bier, it's Bling Bier. Yeah, his real name is not Bling Bier, it's Bling Bier. His real name is not Bling Bier, it's Bling Bier. Yeah, boss. You two have lost your minds. No, for real, boss, this works how weird. So what do you propose to do? Well, we're just going to keep following him around and hope he changes his strategy of leading us in circles and down to Provo, back up to the mountain, and then back up to Provo, back down to Provo, and the Salt Lake, and then back up to Provo, and up the mountain, and back down the mountain, and then, um, back up to Provo. That's enough. That's quite enough. I've heard quite enough. What do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, boss, we're going to try and put some more tracking GPS devices on this car. We're going to get all sneaky and try and get all close to it and put some more cars. And then um, we're just going to keep following them. What if I want you to go after a different car? What if there's a more expensive car? You, you just let him go. We'll get a, that car eventually or he'll pay for it, one of the two. He'll probably pay for it by the middle of next month when he gets caught up again. This is ridiculous. You too. Get the other two in here. Now, you're go you you two are skating on thin ice. I will not allow this, my repossessing company, to be exposed as a money laundering scheme and an organized crime unit. Bring in the other two. What do you two have to say for yourselves? Well, boss, we've been following him around a lot, and he doesn't seem to really get out of his car often. And he drives around in circles and everything else, and it's hard to follow him. Well, it's easy to follow him because we have a GPS unit on it but every now and then he'll find a spot where he can ditch the car and put the unit in his backpack and he swings his backpack around and then we don't know if it's in the car or if it's in his backpack or if it's in both somehow when he puts his backpack on gets in the car 
it's very confusing or very perplexed by it. You're perplexed by it, I say. as am I. <clears throat> well, I guess we'll just have to keep doing it your way. And if you two buffoons keep following him around and not give me any results, then I, then all four of you are fired. Bring in the other two that I was just talking to. I want to tell them face to face. You called for us, boss? Yeah, boss, you called for us? If you two buffoons, if you four buffoons here, don't clean up your act and get hit that car back to us as soon as possible, you're all fired and you're going to be looking for new jobs in the, in the real world, in the private sector, not in this organized crime unit, not, no longer in this family. I'm putting my foot down and that's final. Now bring me some 7-Eleven duplex cream cookies at, henceforth at once. Yeah, yeah, you got it, boss. Hey, you got it, boss. All right, boss. What about that quiet one? Yeah, yeah, okay, boss. You four better get it right or else. So what are my plans? What am I gonna do? What can I do? Besides just keep driving around and keep wearing them out. And keep coming up with a better plan. Now, I've, I've got a pretty solid plan, I think, and I think it's gonna work. I think, um, yeah, it's, uh, has no, other outcome but working. But it has been an emotional toll on me, been running an emotional toll. Um, I've done a lot of uh, soul searching during this time and I bought some hash browns from McDonald's today for $2. That's just one little thing of hash browns, like, damn. Well, I'm gonna head to the store right now, get some milk and eggs. Thanks so much, thank you so much to my friend uh, who sent the donation. I have to say, those donations um, that you sent on Cash App, Money Science Skymaster 5, as well as at Bling Vieira for Venmo. Um, Cash App is Money Science Skymaster 5, Venmo is at Bling Vieira. Those $5, $10, $1, like any donation at all, I'm telling you, like it helps me so much. Um, just to get some candy, to get one of those like uh, chocolate pie things, like man. I'm so grateful for their help, and um, I don't know, she probably doesn't want me to name her by name, but uh, she's she's a, a friend of mine that I've known for a really long time, and she really kind of highlights and personifies like Christianity, like really true Christianity. Um, she's been in, uh, curious with like Utah and Salt Lake, but mainly because of uh, polygamy and like M Mormonism, I think to her is fascinating because she wonders like how it's possible like how it gained so much traction to where like Salt Lake City was this mecca for Mormonism for uh, for the longest time I guess and it always will be but um maybe not as much these days I mean like everyone's kind of falling out of a scene but um she she is not from Utah and she's from the south and like her accent is very lovely as, as it is but very quite lovely accent that she has it's like mesmerizing it's intoxicating um but i've known her for like five years plus and it's weird like the first time i saw her photo um and we became friends like there was something about her that reminded me of someone and um i thought it was britney spears at first but it would it, it's i think it's a little bit more than britney spears she's very uh angelic and She's always supported me and she's always like encouraged me no matter what. Um, and she even says she prays for me. And that like, that, that's a pretty big deal uh, to pray for someone every night. And 
it's not it's not in like a weird um uh like attraction sort of sort of thing it it i think it's it's bigger than that and it's more of like a spiritual friendship that we have that we probably have had for a long time even i've always kind of uh joked around but like and we've always just been friends and um i've always joked around and said like yeah we knew each other probably in a different life in a, in a, in a previous life we we're probably um i'll see you down there you know like yeah i'll catch you i'll catch up with i'll catch up with you when we meet up later on in life you know down there in the, in the world in the real world because truly not a lot of people have come through and there's not been a lot of people that continue to believe in like what i'm doing and like my efforts and everything and even and she hasn't been the most encouraging at times like you need to get a job bling come on like making a podcast isn't a job and sure it's not it's not at least not right now well well arguably um but her her style of christianity i think personifies and and uh emits it, it emanates like true christianity and i'm not i'm not trying to judge one sect from another or one uh religious group to, from another like her style of christianity in my opinion is christianity like the generosity the praying the gifts the without question um just the friendship that it's it's un, it's, it's everlasting it's unwavering it's uh, like the charities the pure love of christ and i had such a profound experience on saturday with receiving um just five dollars from a woman who is also like emanating this angelic uh persona this angelic presence like that was so powerful to me just five dollars can change someone's day but the act of her giving and saying like i don't have anything on me i don't have cash on me i just felt so stupid and i'm like okay i'm sorry you know like okay okay well it's okay like I just keep begging and then she comes back but the, her poise her posture the way she was walking towards me um it was like angelic i have no other way to to describe it besides just like this angelic personage who's coming towards me and uh, handed me money and she said good luck she just said good luck and it was overwhelming at the time i'm almost kind of getting a little bit verklempt right now but it was overwhelming and uh i went inside and i bought some food i bought some my boston baked beans and all that and like I, I came outside and I was jumping the car and I had my curtains up, my, my towels up in the window. And I text my friend Lordy, or I snap, give him a Snapchat. It was just like, yeah, I'm drinking, uh, having some drinks and I got some uh, Boston baked beans and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then I just started crying. And I, I, I said, this woman gave me $5 and I couldn't, I couldn't fight it. And I did this other like kind of live talk. I'm I'm sure you can find it if you really kind of poke around for it. I'm sure you can uh, start to put the pieces together a little bit more about Bling Viera. But um, I do kind of a live stream sometimes on a different platform, and it's cool because those live streams don't go to waste. They're um, they're basically like B sides, except they're recorded and I've put them out there. Not on this channel, not on this podcast specifically, but I always say like oh yeah, I'll record some B-sides and uh, I'll, I'll put them out eventually. And I never do. I just get deleted or erased. But on this other platform, they get heard. And you know, on that, 
when I was doing that live and trying to hype myself up for to beg for money, um, I, I I can't keep it together really on that platform. Sometimes I get overwhelmed with emotion. And I have to just end it. And I it's strange being that honest and that straightforward with uh, strangers in the public and with this podcast. But um, it's still a lot of fun to to do the role playing stuff and the blue voices about and I just want to say, like, I appreciate every one of you listeners for uh, being patient with me and just for giving me a chance, whether it's entertaining or stupid or whether it's even just like, let's see how like, far he can dig himself into this hole that he's in now. Like, whatever your motivations are for listening to this, um, I really, really appreciate it. And um, I do encourage you to uh, just try out the act of charity. And it doesn't have to be with me just get some money five dollar bills five ones and next time you see someone with a cardboard sign give it to them or give them one, a one give them a one dollar bill like that's it that's all you have to do and you don't have to say anything you don't have to well we're we gonna spend this on or what you don't have to introduce yourself none of that just one dollar to one person with a cardboard sign keep it in your center console and try it out i think the more that you do it the more you'll find how rewarding it is that you're changing somebody's life and somebody's day like directly your your actions can change someone's life and someone's day um drastically like more than you could have imagined more than you could ever imagine really i think corporate greed in the post-pandemic style of business has gone too far that what i'm doing what i've been doing for the past four days is is unacceptable it's not okay uh to stalk someone for 15 hours to try and get their car like that's it's a little bit much. It's a little bit. It's a little bit over the top. It's a little extreme. But um, hey, whatever. That's just how it is, and and uh, gotta accept it. So, I really appreciate all of you listening. And if you want uh, to donate, I'll get it directly. I'll see it, and I'll thank you if you wanted me to send a message. I'll, I'll throw it out there too. But very special thanks goes out to my friend of uh, a few years ago, and um, how much of a Christian example she is to me. And I think to others, but it's not, it's not, she doesn't do it to get recognition and she doesn't do it to be a Christian example. She's doing it because it's the right thing. She's doing it because she knows it's right and she knows it helps. And she's doing it as like a selfless charitable act. Like that's exactly what Christianity is. And I don't think there's any right denomination that can, uh, uh, really, um, do it any other way than how she's doing it and I'm so grateful for her friendship and for her charity and for her trust and for her encouragement like it I I think about her a lot because um, when this all first kind of started with everything falling apart I was like I'll ask her for help and I didn't I didn't initially ask others for help um, and then when I finally asked her it was a little bit of skepticism but a few weeks ago when my car was getting towed because I ran out of juice trying to get to that baptism and everything um, my sister-in-law's baptism like there was there was that money and I absolutely needed it like that was the day that I needed it the most and then yesterday she came through and I was st- thirsty and I was starving and she came through again and I was like oh my gosh like she is truly an angel and like she is like on the right path of um, spirituality uh it's it's not it's not an organization it's it's not uh first baptist church mormon it's not nothing like that it's just the right thing to do and it's um 
it's just a Christian Christian thing to do, and she really represents that so well. So I'm really grateful for her. And if you again, if you want to donate to me, I'll see it immediately. I'll get it immediately. It's money sign Skymaster five, and it's at Bling Vieira Venmo. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. You're the coolest. You are the coolest. <laughs>